For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. A scary day for some Bank of America customers Wednesday. They checked their accounts and found their money gone. I'm missing $1,400 from my account, and they're telling me that there's no way they can help us. You missing money too? There you go. It was a nationwide issue. I get a text alert, and it says my account is overdrawn. One customer tweeted their balance of negative $2,000. Most complaints involved the payment transfer service Zelle. I did see that what was causing my negative balance was the, that the Zelle transfer that I had at one time seen in my account and had received notification, it just disappeared. I went to see my bank account and then I saw there's $100 less. Zelle is owned by Bank of America and six other banks. It issued a statement saying, We understand that a Zelle network financial institution may have experienced issues processing some of their customers' Zelle transactions, which has now been resolved. Many customers tried to contact Bank of America customer service, but say they were unsuccessful. The bank apologized on social media, saying Zelle transactions made between January 14th and January 17th may be delayed in occurring and posting to accounts. Transfers will appear in your account as soon as possible. As of 3 p.m. Eastern, they said the problem was resolved, but did not give a reason for the disruptions. It's not the first time Zelle customers have had problems. The app is facing a lawsuit, with consumer advocates and lawmakers citing increasing fraud. A recent report claimed there were nearly 200,000 cases of fraudulent transactions on Zelle between 2021 and 2022, involving more than $200 million. Some customers may face overdraft fees from yesterday's glitch. There was no immediate word from Bank of America on how any fees will be handled. Andrea Fujii, ABC News, New York. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Lead control zero out. Control is good. Five. Running out. Three. Two. One. The Wayne Dupree Program. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. I got to get on the right side. I, I don't know how to operate over there. <laughs> I guess Wayne's on a secret mission. I hope he's all right. Um, I imagine something came up, but he should be in here shortly. I certainly hope so. He was talking this morning, so should be all right. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Hutch? I'm doing pretty good. My name's Hutch Bailey Jr. I am located in my studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Jason is in Minnesota, and we're just going to rock and roll. Do you realize how... It seems like two, three weeks ago that the RNC had their election, and that was only, <laughs> we haven't been on since then. 
Oh, it's crazy if you think of all the stuff that broke over the last two weekends. Usually weekends you kind of unplug and you don't don't dig into it. But yeah, Rona pulled it out. It was a landslide. Ridiculous. We'll talk about that. And uh, this Social Security topic that Wayne threw out, like such a timely topic right now. And it's a it's got everything. It's got government Ponzi scheme. It's got it's got fake news. It, it's got everything. And it happens every time that we reach the debt ceiling. Right. I mean, the thing is, is Democrats, I don't see how you can be a Democrat and not be offended by these morons. Right. You know, it's, it's, a, it's math. You have right. to do something with Social Security. And, and really, Donald Trump's the first one that addressed it. Because right. Donald Trump's idea and his ideology is make so much money that we can afford it. Mm-hmm. And we were on track to do that. And right. then we could absorb that this this state of uh, I read somewhere it's the giant the, the biggest Pez dispenser in the world is the federal government and it's pretty true I mean oh right it's the yeah. largest employer in the whole planet I mean it, it's out of control you know it's funny last night after we got like hey let's talk about this today um, you know I'm sitting on the couch with the wife and I was read a bunch of articles about Social Security so I actually thought you know I'm going to do a deep dive on the Social Security website and actually just see what the government has to say about Social Security. And uh, it was fascinating. Can, can I hit you with a pop quiz, Hutch? Sure. All right. All right. So so everybody thinks like their 401k, you take 10% of your income out, it sits there and it sits in an account until no, you start wrong, drawing out. Wrong right. answer. Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. So, so here was the question I posed to my wife. What if people stop putting money into Social Security today, how long until the account is insolvent? There is no account. The money goes directly from the people paying into it. It, it does. There's no Social Security account. Right. It goes, in, it goes into the general treasury. Right. That's where the money goes. And, and, and it goes out the other side. Right. What would happen eventually, see, there's, there's, there's something called uh, discretionary spending. Social mm-hmm. Security is not that. Right. Social Security gets paid first. Yeah. And pretty soon, they're, the, what, what they're saying about it running out is the lifespan. There, there's more people growing older, longer. Right. And they are getting ready to outnumber the people paying into the program. Oh, yeah. and But even on their most aggressive, the money they say they've set aside in whatever Social Security fund, there's $2.3 but we spend $1.1 a year. So if there isn't money continuing to go in in less than 24 months, we can't even afford it. Not if that you, we can now. If you read something that said that there's a fund, that you read something that was lying. Well, that was on the Social Security website. Right. Well, okay. Right. There, there you yeah. go. Because there you they, go. They, they took that. They took the money. There used to be a fund. Right. Then they stole it. And they moved it to the general. They stole it. Yeah. Yep. It's it's in the you can't you can't find it now. They right. Li- they literally freaking stole it. And if right. you look back, if you look back to the presidential debates between Al Gore and George W. Bush, you'll see it, it's in there. You'll see them talking about the lockbox. Right. The lock. We're going to put it all in a lockbox. No, you stole that stuff in the, in the Nixon administration. Well, and it was funny. I, I had just watched uh, the Bernie Madoff uh, documentary, and I know Hutch doesn't like documentaries, but I liked it. That's all and, I watch. Uh, yeah, and it was a, uh, you know, it just talks about a Ponzi scheme. And all a Ponzi scheme is, is you put in your money, and then your money goes to pay out the previous investors. And as long as people keep putting money in, the scheme holds up. 
But when more people want to take their money out than people putting money in, it collapses. And that's exactly what's going on with Social Security right now. And what they need to do is they need to start doing some things to fix it. Like when the age was was determined, the life, the life expectancy of Americans was shorter. Right. You know, it, we're going to run out. There's going to be more people getting it than, than taking it. And I'll tell you, it's going to be brutal to fix it, too. I, I saw a, a plan. A woman, that, a, a financial person, uh, that said, look, you know, what we're going to have to do is, is going to cause a war. Right. They're going to say everybody that was born after 1965, you're done. Right. You're not, you're not getting anything, but you have to keep paying in. Correct. You know, you think about it, it's, uh, it's, it's not sustainable. Well, and to put it in perspective, the last five years, the amount of money coming in was basically equal to the amount of money going out. And now we're upside down the last two years, 2021 and 2022, where we are paying more out in Social Security benefits than we're collecting in income. And that gap's going to continue widening as more boomers retire and start drawing on it and they start living longer. But then when you have your income, you have fewer people working and they're making less money. So there's their percent is lower. And so the Ponzi scheme collapses. It's it's terrifying to start looking at. And you, you put on top of that the, the way that you can tell that the, the people in charge of the federal government are trying to destroy this country. Right. Who do you think all the you think all those people coming in uh, across the border aren't going to get Social Security? Right. It's not it's not just retirement. Yeah, that's that's another myth. Right. Yeah. It's disability. It's, it's all I mean, anybody that's not working, basically. And those people, I, I mean, I interviewed a guy that was in the business of bringing refugees and things like that here from the Middle East. They all get Social Security, man. Right. Never paid a nickel into it. They get full benefits. Right. And, and I mean, it's just it's terrifying to think about, too, with how many, you know, when you see that blue haired barista at Starbucks with their gender studies degree, wanting their student loan bailed out, that's who you're counting on to put money into the Social Security fund to pay your benefits because there is no money. It's it's gone. It's yeah, the biggest Ponzi scheme. If you're uh, still in the workforce, please don't count on this stuff, man. You got to get your own. You got to take care of yourself. Invest in gold, put it in a 401k, Whatever. do something yeah. with it. You got to take a percentage of your pay, every pay, yep. and you got to put it away, just like tithing. I mean, it's uh, it's what you have to do. And there's no right. guarantee there either. Right. I, I mean, this uh, this whole economic fiasco that we're in the middle of, I mean, uh, it's no joke that, that other countries are looking at us like the fools that we are. Right. When it comes to the U.S. dollar being the world reserve currency, when that goes away, it's going to be a different day. Right. Yeah. It, the the financial. I mean, things are accelerating so quickly with the financial stuff. And I mean, all of it's accelerating. The Ukraine is accelerating. Now they're asking for jets where uh, you so you got the war going. You've got Social Security. And here's the problem. I mean, to talk about the the media and politics, Social Security is a real problem. It involves sober people having discussions about what are we going to do? This is a ticking time bomb. And instead of Democrats engaging in meaningful discussion about what we can do to fix it, instead, what do we get is we get some bullshit about, oh, Republicans hate old people and they're going to take away your Social Security. No, there is no money for it. So we really need to have a, a mature conversation where we say, like, hey, how are we going to uh, how are we going to fix it? You know, and and that's what's tough with politics today is that everything becomes so politicized 
that you can't you can't have a, a real rational conversation. This has been like this for my whole life. This the right. social security argument. They've been doing the same thing. I mean, you're going to see the commercial. Be prepared, folks, because between now and the debt ceiling being raised, you're going to hear it every single day, and you're going to hear that. You know, we're going to push. You remember the old uh, Paul Ryan commercial pushing the old lady off the cliff? Yeah. You're going to see that. You're going to see, oh, D- Grandpa Joe has to decide between eating dog food or taking medicine. You know, you're going to see the whole thing. And it's all going to demonize Republicans. And it's not a uh, – I'm no lover of Republicans. I mean, you look at where we're at now. And, and after that after that debacle, I've never seen so much hatred for the Republican Party coming from MAGA people. Right. Ever. I mean, social media was just lit up with it. It was unbelievable. Tweet after tweet after post after post about the Republican Party's dead. Uh, when you watch that, when you watch that thing, we, we've talked on this show uh, for uh, many times about the stereotypical Republican Party being stiff old white guys, and boy, it was on display. Right. I mean that 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 meeting, man. That's not that's not America. That's that's an yeah. upper crust little portion of people that think they're running things, man. I mean it. I, I was disgusted by that. I really was. The, the the speeches. The only person that had a decent speech in my mind in that entire thing was the lady that nominated Mike Lindell. Absolutely. The rest of them were horrible. Yeah, and for those who didn't see what we're talking about, so the RNC uh, had their election for the new chairperson. It came down to Rona, Harmeet, and Mike Lindell, and they had that on Friday afternoon, and Rona won on the first ballot, and and then everybody's, like, sick of the establishment. And it's funny. So I spent a long time in corporate and in business, and – I always thought that part of being a good leader is you had to really let your team know where your results were. And if they were great, pat them on the back. Hey, let's go get it. And if they were bad, you had to say, you know, what? we really we really shit the bed and we need, need to retool and, and go after it. Watching Rona's speeches, you would have thought we won the Senate and we won the House by 30 seats and President Trump was up by 30 points going into 2024. And instead, we had crappy results. And I always had a had a line I used on my team, like, you get what you accept. So if you accept bad results, you're going to keep getting them. And as long as you're going to accept that. And, and all those clowns that voted for Rona, they're just saying, we've seen what you can do. And barely winning the House and losing the Senate's great. We're okay with that. So let's keep doing that. And that's as not, long as you pay me. not us. As long as you pay me. As long as you pay me. Right. You know, that, that's what it's all about. I've said it before. The RNC, the RNC is about making money. The DNC is about grabbing power. Correct. And the RNC, their ideology comes from the donors. That's big corporate CEOs drives everything that the RNC does. And everything. It's, and that was always the stereotype, you know, we're the we're the party of big business. And Donald Trump changed True. that. Yeah. He brought the blue collar. He brought the Americans. He he brought all that. And it was funny. I was talking to a, a new guy I'm starting to do some work with. And and he's like, I was a Clinton Democrat. And now I am a far right conservative. And my political views have not changed. And I mean, that's where politics has shifted in the country. <laughs> And if the Republican Party doesn't understand that, uh, oh, yeah, Hutch has the cough button. But if the Republican Party doesn't understand what it needs to be, it's going to fail. It's going to continue failing. And you look where we are right now. Mitch Mm -hmm. McConnell, Senate Minority Leader, check. Kevin McCarthy, House, House Speaker, check. 
Mm-hmm. Ronald McDaniel, RNC chair, check. Yep. We, we, we didn't change it. I'll, I'll tell you, this is going to be a very, if you're listening, Kevin McCarthy's office, this is going to be a very, very critical week for you. There are people that are on to you. Right. And I mean, there's no subpoenas have come out yet. I can, I have a little bit of patience. There he is. There he hey, is. there's the chief. <laughs> Morning. All right. Morning, Captain. Good <laughs> is. What's that? All right. We were we were Solving talking all the world's social problems. security, and then we we ventured into the uh, the RNC election. But what are your thoughts on social security? For, for um, well, hello everybody. Godfather of Conservative Radio, Miss Hatchbeta Junior. The the, the the junior the junior, uh, junior lot of the 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 run of the litter, Mister uh, <laughs> Mister J R Robinson. Um, Social Security. I mean, I, I, t- 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 okay if. Okay. All right. Ben, you want to have? Okay, fine. Let's talk. Hit us with They've it, been Wayne. Hit us Social Security it. for years. They've been stealing it. Uh, I'm surprised if there's anything left in there in the first place. So when I hear Democrats talk about, oh, uh, Republicans wanted uh, 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 cut Social Security and Medicare, there ain't no money in there anyway for the stuff. I mean, they again, they've been stealing it for years. You know? So, I mean, um, uh, Look, I know, I know. Kevin McCarthy is going through some, and man, I, I sound like a defender of the guy, don't I? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I was, I was just, getting, I was getting ready to talk about him too, right when you came on. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I mean, I ain't trying to defend him or anything, but um, I'll give him another week <laughs> to hear to to hear Republicans, uh. You know, come out and say that they don't want to take Johan Omar off of the committees, and or or um, I for him to say, you know, we're not going to touch Social Security, we're not going to touch Medicare. Okay, I mean, fine. If you don't want to touch it, you got to cut something though. Yeah, I mean, got to cut the Democrats out. You, yeah, right. you got to. I mean, <laughs> cut um, education. Uh, cut no, for, cut the you departments pray. first. Cut the federal departments first. See how much money you got there. Unfund uh, Congress. See how much money that you have there too. I mean, but no, I mean, cutting cutting Social Security and Medicare to answer your question in the short of it. They've been, they've, I'm surprised it has any money in it, if it has any money in it, because of what they've been doing for years and years. So, yeah. I saw something that said what Kevin McCarthy needs to do Concerning the Ilhan Omar thing you were talking about, yeah, said that he needs to go Pelosi. He needs to get these rhinos and he needs to scare them. Yep. He needs to come out and he needs to. He, he really does. He needs to bushwhack them, and, and and let everybody know he's the boss. Either that or he's not the boss and he's run out of time. You know, one of the two things. If he doesn't, I, I think this is a very critical week for Kevin McCarthy. I mean, because he, he's. Uh, I mean, Buck and Mace, come on. What's the matter with you people, man? This is not about tit for tat. It's about national security. Do you want a jihadist that hates Jewish people on an, on, on these committees? I mean, it has nothing to do with tit for tat. They should have never been on the committees whatsoever. Pick somebody else. She shouldn't even be in Congress. 
She shouldn't even be in this country marrying he, her brother. He came out. He came out and said. He he gave point by point why Schiff shouldn't be on the committee, why why Swalwell shouldn't be on the committee, uh, and even in the in the mo in the in the uh, in the way of Elhan Omar, she shouldn't be on committee. If you're if you're gonna do apples and oranges, no. If you're gonna do apples and apples, and you're gonna call out Marjorie Taylor Green, then you have to call out. They're afraid of it. They're afraid to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't understand what has she become that much of a fundraiser in Congress that everybody gets their beak wet. They're they're terrified of being accused of taking her out because she's a Muslim. Right. That's what they're afraid of, and and in this country, at some point or another, we have to realize that if you are in an organization that says that we are the great Satan and that we should be burned down and killed, then you're not compatible with this country's government. Right. I mean, it's it's the only way. And I think the other thing, too, is that Republicans get in this weird spot where we want to take the high road and not just say these are the this is the road, you know, the road that the Democrats established is if somebody shouldn't be if they feel somebody shouldn't be on a committee for whatever reason they remove them and marjorie taylor green she had some crazy ideas about some QAnon stuff and that that she walked back and they said oh that's enough to disqualify you but swalwell shouldn't even be a discussion you're banging a chinese spy you're out especially from the committees he was on and shift what he did should throw him in prison i you're know you're right. you're, right. you're the yeah. head of the, the security you get the briefings. You're one of us very like nobody else gets to see those. And then you go to an interview saying they're about to indict Trump. I've seen numerous interviews, numerous interviews. Right. You're not doing live, Jay. I mean, right. it, he was know, talking like, Russiagate this weekend. Right. It's like every time I see him and, and know what he did, I get my blood pressure. I need to watch out for my blood pressure. But I get angry every time that we even think about talking about this. Or talk about this, or me seeing him, it starts to trigger some stuff. I'm like, he was the 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 major force behind what they did to Donald Trump. He right. was, and well, I mean, and I, I understand Nancy Pelosi gave uh, uh, gave him the reins to do it, but he went forward doing it, and he knew he was wrong. Adam he Schiff knew he was, knew lying. He was wrong. You know, and he used the government to do it. And even though many of us got on here, you 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 got nothing. You got nothing. Okay, well, I tell you what, you know what? Show us this better than circumstantial evidence. You Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Well, yeah, well, um, well, no, we, we really have better than circumstantial. Well, when are you gonna bring it out? Well, yeah, well, we're, we're gonna bring it out. And when everything was over. They asked him about the circumstantial evidence. He was like, "Well, we brought it out. We, you know, we, and, no, and you what, didn't." What we have to listen to for for a year, TikTok, right. TikTok. Oh, you talking about Sean? I wasn't gonna mention any names, but <laughs> oh, you, oh, no, no. On this show, you can. On this show, Sean had look. Sean Hannity used to be my brother, man. Sean Hannity used to be my friend. Then all of a sudden, his head got big. He did. 
Well, it was probably way before. But it got big. And he went his way. Guess what? We didn't go anywhere. We're still here. Our head didn't get big. You know, so if his head went big, you call him out. TikTok, TikTok. TikTok <laughs> came from a meme. Sean, Sean and Lindsay. Sean and Lindsay. It came from a meme. The TikTok came from a meme that was used for um, the guy uh, the guy that had the organization with the secrets. Bond hair. Oh, uh, Assange. Assange? He said, if y'all, if y'all do something to me or do something like that, then the, then the, then the switch is going to flip and, and, you know, then I'm going to release all this, all this information. And everybody's like, Oh, TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> yeah. baby. That's a TikTok switch. And then Sean Hannity. Oh, tomorrow night you need to come back because we're going to have some more information. TikTok, TikTok. We got and Senator Lindsey Graham, chairman of the committee. He's going to subpoena everybody. TikTok, TikTok. You know, it's like, Man, I mean, it those cliffhangers for people to watch, you know, you know. And and then I saw what he did to Sarah Carter. Sarah Carter's a friend of mine. Sarah Carter is out there in the field, one of the best journalists out there. She was down at the border. She's this, she's that. You, you know, that's Sarah Carter. And what he did to her is what Bill Mitchell did to. The, the yeah, that's right. I don't care. I don't care, man. Don't care. You're going Bill Mitchell on it. Let's go. <laughs> hey, he, he used to be on the show, but his, his his audio was raggedy. Yeah, because his head got bit. You know, hey, I'm hey, serious, wait, my, man. My I mean, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, people's head get big in this business. I'm telling you. Bill Mitchell took some polling information. What's that guy that does a whole lot of polling that um, a whole lot of people love on the right? Uh, Rasmussen. Richard Barris. Oh, Richard Barris. Barris. People's oh, Barris, yeah. He used to... Uh, Terrible Richard witness. Barris wasn't that as big back then. He used to go on Bill Mitchell. He's talking Bill Mitchell. And Bill Mitchell used to take R Richard Barris's polling stuff, and he used to run with it as if he was the one that was coming out with the thing. So, you know, Bill Mitchell's name rose. Richard Barris's didn't do it. And we had Richard Barris on the show. I was like, this is Richard Barris. I'm not trying to be big. Y'all need to start listening to him. We did a show with him. I was like, I I mean, if I accurate if guy. You can come up with us, fine. Come up with us. This is Richard Barris. Follow him for his polling and stuff. He's more accurate than everybody else. No, but that's what Sean did with um Sarah Carter. He used to listen to everything she had to say about the border, everything about the Russian collusion and stuff. And then he used to <laughs> When you watch Sean um, Hannity and you watch him at night, the information that he got from her, he used to repeat it while she's just sitting there. And he was like, is that right, Sarah? Um, yeah, that's that's right, Sean. Yeah. So she really didn't have a whole lot to say because he was saying it because she had already told him the stuff. <sighs> See, I can't, I can't forgive him for Kathy Barnett. Oh, that was lately, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. that was my thing, man. That that was the end of the road, boy. I, I mean, I, I had already stopped watching him, but he went hard. He went I saw hard the clips. He he did, and rude. Yeah, total rude. I think it took the wind right out of her sails. I don't think she was expecting that. No. Well, you know what? And ladies and gentlemen, that's that's what happens to a lot of us. 
here on the right. And I've experienced, Hutchins experienced, experienced it, and Jay's going to experience it sooner or later. Because um, when you start telling the truth, <laughs> when you start getting into a place where you start seeing down the line who's who and what's what, and who really doesn't care about the conservative movement, and when you start calling them out, and then they start coming after you or or starting lies or gossip and stuff about you, you know, then then you were like, oh, okay. That's what Wayne was talking about. That's what Hutch was talking about. That's what JR was talking about. Okay, I'm right. Well, we'll just sit um, on the GOP establishment um, on them. Well, like, uh, like y'all said, y'all were talking about the RNC chairman. Oh, I hear the I hear the grass for it, um, the grassroots. I understand you now. Yeah, we like, all got to work like together. Got to work yeah, together. Well, I mean, I'm here for you, even though she unfollowed me on social media. But she hears the grassroots voices. She she's mad because we talk about the, the RNC all the time. They're not right. they're not worth a hill of beans. No, I wouldn't give them oil to fix my bicycle chain. That's how much Quaker oil, Quaker State. I wouldn't give them the oil to fix my bicycle chain because I don't trust them. And they got up there. Me, we watched, we watched it, we watched it on Friday. And I told, I told my boys it was going to be on TV. I said, yeah, it's going to be on TV. I mean, it I shouldn't know. have been. They shouldn't have put it on TV. I knew it was going to be on TV. I knew it. You and, talk and, about, you talk about the what's it called, the uh, uh, stereotype. Of the Republican oh Party God. was on full display in that thing, right? Dude. That was not MAGA. That was not even America. That was like Beverly Hills, dude. Right? When I saw, when I when I saw that when, when there was I, two black dudes in the whole building. <laughs> <laughs> there was so because they, they had to give one of them the the, the job to nominate uh, Harmeet. Right? Yeah. yeah there was exactly. a black dude from Texas and one other random black dude. And that was it. I was Some, joking with a friend of mine. How many people in that crowd do you think could change a flat tire if they had to? <laughs> I know. That's a losing program. And that's that a lot of money. Put a garbage disposal, like, you know. That was a that was a lot of money. You ain't right. Lying. That was a lot of money. What is your stance on Candace Owen? Um, I wouldn't invite her to Thanksgiving or Christmas. I wouldn't invite her to Thanksgiving or Christmas. I want people that are gonna come with this is me. I don't know about my two lovable cohorts here, but this is me. And this is not just for Candace Owens. This is for other people out there. If you have an organization and you're not making, um, if you're saying that you're going to do this and you're going to do that and you don't do it, but you're making a whole lot of money, I don't hear from you. If you ain't, if you ain't making sure that the, the, the um, conservative movement is growing. You, you, you're saying you got these numbers. You're saying you got this coming up. You got, you got. Oh, oh, we're we're um, uh, we're having this conference and this conference and this conference, and but you're not making sure that the conservative movement is growing. I look at. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I look at TPUSA. I look at. Um, Prager, Prager U. I look at uh, uh, Daily Wire. I look at all these millionaire uh, 
I'm not saying Blackshirt is a millionaire, but they do get millionaire funds. And y'all can't, I didn't see them out there helping President Trump on the ground. I didn't see that. I mean, y'all can make memes like a son of a gun. For real, y'all can make memes, y'all can make videos, uh, making fun of the left. Uh, 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 <laughs> you can, you can, you can do everything other than, and it really hurts. You know what? That I, I, I just say it hurts that we've been in this movement. I've been in this movement since two thousand eight. Hutch, Hutch, when did you? Twelve, I think we hooked up. Twelve, eight. Well, yeah, we we started this. Um, I started in twenty ten. Twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Um, 2008, 2010, and Jay, how, when did you become a conservative side? Oh, I was a conservative person, but I was a normie until about 2018. That's when 2018, I really got okay. deep into politics. Okay, so you're talking about 2008, 2010, 2018. Roughly babies. Roughly babies in a conservative movement. Think about it. What we the the bill of goods that we were sold about what we should believe in and how great everything was supposed to be and stuff. That's how we took off. That's what we pushed. That's what we talked about. You couldn't tell us nothing differently. And then to come to find out that the side that you had back so much, you start you start finding crevices of evil and corruption. You Man, start I, finding individuals and organizations that don't give a god darn about you. I'll you tell know, you, one of the things that got me along that line that you're talking about right now is when I was breaking into the conservative podcast world, conservative commentary with you, uh, we went to CPAC. But I was also studying... Islamic Jihad against the West and, and different things that were going on like that. And when I was sitting at CPAC and I looked up and I saw Suhail Khan, a guy whose father built mosques and, and was very uh, shaky with different things that happened. He was at CPAC with Grover Norquist. And I'm sitting there going, what in the hell is wrong with these people? And then David Horowitz gave a speech at CPAC. I, I think it was the year prior Remember to that. that. Yeah. And he gave a speech, and he laid all this out about who Suhail Khan was and who Grover Norquist was, and they banned David Horowitz from CPAC. Mm-hmm. Not Suhail Khan, right. Horowitz. Right. That's right. when I started thinking, oh, wait a minute, man. something ain't right here. For me, it's been kind of interesting because I came into the conservative movement from the business end, and I always follow politics, and I've tended to fall more conservative, and I got into the business end. And it's funny because I do a lot of stuff behind the scenes with a lot of different people where I try to help them and, hey, let's do this, or here's a, you know, connect them with that. And I I don't make any money off any of that. Like I do that as a pro bono work to help the movement. And I'm working with some younger influencers. Hey, let's, let's work on your writing. Let's work on, you want to do a podcast or whatever, you know, and I, that's kind of my give back. And it's funny because people look at you like you're weird, like, like, like you're trying to scam them. And that's Mm -hmm. what's hard as you break into the business. If you're just trying to do 
like, hey, let me show you. This is what you can do. This is how you can build some different platforms or different things. People aren't used to that. And it's like that should be the standard in the conservative movement. And when I look at assessing some of these folks, the question I have to ask myself is, how many people have they helped develop? How many rookies have they brought up? Wayne took me under his wing. He helps teach me how to do podcast stuff. And I hope to be on here for a long time. But it, like, can Candace Owens say that? Like, who was her mentee? You know, uh, who was Ben Shapiro's mentee? Uh, we were. Right. Right. We were. We're right. <laughs> right. We had her. We had her. When she was nothing. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'll tell you, my, my problem with her, it's not just with her. It's with people her age. Right. Yeah. The lack of respect these people have. What, what she said about Donald Trump and then came back and lied about it and said and she said, didn't say it. Right. And said she didn't do it. Right. Yeah. That yeah the was internet's that, forever. I'll right. tell you, Matt, right. Right. Matt Gates almost lost me for that when he called, when he called Kellyanne Conway a boomer because she didn't want to legalize marijuana. You know, mm -hmm. but I got over it. Matt, Matt's doing good now, but you got to have respect for your elders, right? And, and that that lack of respect, I can't stomach that. I can't, I can't deal with that. I'm, I'm an army guy, man. That's just the way I am. You ask my kids. I mean, it's the way it is. And uh, to disrespect a, a president of the United States right. who has said great things about you, to right. do that is just irresponsible to me. It's uh, it's a, it's a flaw in the character. Yeah. Can uh, I give I mean, a shout out too to the chats? Like we're streaming on a bunch of Facebook pages and other things. There yeah. is a great chat going on. People are dropping links for research about social security. Like, shout out to the audience today. You guys are great. And 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 that's and I'm glad I'm glad you said that because um, again, I don't think I'm not saying I would never say that social that social security uh, should be cut however what they're using it for isn't what it was supposed to be that's right okay so um when they figured out that they could steal from it then it just right. became another tool so that's right again I, i'm not saying it should be cut but if they're going to keep doing it you don't need it because because it's not fulfilling what it was supposed to do in the first place let me drop a, t a truth bomb about Social Security and what it was for. No men should be getting Social Security. Social Security was for widows. It was for women because they didn't used to work jobs. They used to work in the home. And a, and a, and a life expectancy for a man was much less mm -hmm. than the eligibility date for Social Security. Social Security was designed to take care of widowed women, wives, and children. There you go. There you go. And that's see, that's why <laughs> you can't say that on network TV though. Right. Right. That's why I F's with this with this dude right here, man. I mean this <laughs> this dude brings stuff. Look, the name of his um podcast is Cold War Radio. We talk and about Ukraine from time to time. There's a reason why I mean again, the reason why I I mess with Hutch Bailey Jr. because Hutch Bailey Jr. has a bevy of 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 history in his head that I don't have, and I love listening. Uh, Jr., you even talk about it. So I love listening to him because he knows a lot of the stuff, and when he says it to you, I hope that it sticks in here so you can tell other people because, like you said, you don't hear it on TV. 
how do you retain this information? Well, you listen first of all, you listen to the Wayne Dupree podcast. You you bookmark it, you share it. We, we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, um, Thursday from 12 to 1. We give you Friday off because we want you to enjoy your family because life is not all about politics. Then you write down the stuff that he's talking about. You go you go research on it. Oh, oh yeah. Don't 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 listen to me. Go go do your own research. And he's serious. And JR serious when we say that. It, it's not uh, and when and when you hear me talk about um Sean Henry, go and check it out. I'm right. I'm not coming on here to I'm not getting, we're not rich. We're not trying to uh, um, uh, knock people down so that we can go up. We we have stayed level the whole time, the whole time. Okay, the whole time. I didn't go out and get uh, a publicist or or a watch. People just tell me, Wayne, um, you want to be on TV like that? Nope. <laughs> nope. I, I just want to talk to any people. I get off, if I can say it like that. I get off and talking to y'all, and and having y'all talk back. I can't wait till we get our goddamn line straight, so we can have some calls in. But I love hearing from y'all. I grew up in a time where AM radio, where people used to call in, and I used to hear the regular folk talk. I love that. I love that because then you hear. I used to watch C-SPAN. I used um, to early in the Washington Journal. You hear pissed off people calling all the time. Democrats call, pissed off at Republicans, but then you have pissed off Republicans calling in about Democrats. And but you hear what is happening on the ground, and that's when that's when I say, okay, I can. Um, I was driving down the street over the weekend. I was I was just driving. And I said to myself, JR, and I said to myself, Hutch, the stuff that we talk about online, I don't really think it matters to the people what's on the street. I don't know if we are really grasping or pulling what these people, these people, these people are hurting because of Biden's policies on the street. But the media keeps talking about stuff they want us distracted by. Right, right. And you and can these tell. Could give a care less. You can tell because nobody's talking about World War Three. Nobody. Thank you. And that's Nobody. the biggest distraction that there is because that distraction is to take your eyes off the ball that the globalist plan is failing. Yep. Right. Yep. And nobody's talking. If you could do anything, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta start making noise about this war. Mm-hmm. You really do. I mean, they're 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 not talking about it. We are sleepwalking into this thing, and I, I just can't believe it. I, I can't, I can't fathom that in in some generational shift, people aren't concerned about a nuclear war, or they don't know what it is, or I don't understand how more people, everybody in this world, will be affected by this if this happens. This will be. It. There'll be no other story. Right. Is that what we really want? Why? We got. Where's the Repu- Where's the Republican Party? He came right. out. He came, um, Putin or Putin's henchman. Putin's guy. Now, if Putin didn't say it, the guy would be dead by now. That's how ruthless Putin is. But the guy's still alive. 
The guy came out and said, if we lose, we're going nuclear. Right. Of course they will. Any any other time, the media is, oh, yeah, yeah, Putin's going nuclear. Oh, yeah, Putin's going, Putin's going nuclear next week. Putin's, Putin's, Putin's ramping up to go nuclear. Any other week, I mean, for the last year, they've been talking about Putin going. For the last 50 years. They don't talk about, they ain't talk, they ain't talk right. about that too much. Mm-hmm. And here's like the thing they don't with care. The war. You know, I talked about the boiled frog theory, where if you got a pot of boiling water and you try to put a frog in, the frog ain't going in. But you put them in and turn up the heat and let the water warm up, soon the frog's cooked. If you would have went back to when this Ukraine thing started and said, we're going to send 31 tanks and personnel to help maintain these tanks to Ukraine, everybody would have lost their mind. They would have said, we are not going to war with Russia. This would require a declaration of war. But it starts just a little bit. Let's send them some money. Let's send them some weapons. Let's send them some more money. And now they're talking about sending fighter jets. Like, like, how are you going to, like, at what point don't we just say we're just going to war? We got to get rid of these generals. That's what we got to do. I'm telling you what. You look back in World War II and a consensus of every American general, Eisenhower, Marshall, Patton, uh, all of them. All of them. We will never, ever. Go into the landmass of Eurasia and attack. Right. We're never going to, because they used to learn history in yeah. our service academies. Yes, they did. And if you, yeah. if you look back at 80 years ago, yeah. at the fall of, at the, uh, when the Germans fell at Stalingrad, I mean, it was, it was huge. You're not going to beat Russia in Russia. You're just not going to do it because it's not about politics to the Russians. It's about nationalism. They got their right. own MAGA and they're not giving up nothing. And I'm not talking about Spetsnaz, their special forces soldiers. I'm talking about their grandmothers. Yeah. We'll be out there with a freaking knife. Hey, Hutch, do you want to drop a truth bomb on Harry there? I posted the comment. Where did those tanks go? Oh, the China's taking care of them. The, the, well, actually, broken. all the equipment that we left in Afghanistan, the arms dealer that we released for the WNBA player is brokering a deal to buy from the Taliban. So the weapons we had we abandoned in Afghanistan are going to end up going to Russia through the through the arms dealer that we released, and we're Ukraine is going to be fighting our equipment left in Afghanistan. And that's not even the the, the dangerous part. The dangerous part is when they reverse engineer it in in Beijing, right? And then they make their own. So now they got their own M1 Abrams tanks that's Correct. made by slave labor, so it doesn't cost that much, right? You know, it's, it's, uh, the whole thing, the whole thing is, is, uh, it but needs it's to funny. Be I was, we wrote an article on a, on a site and I was sharing it on Twitter and stuff where like, that's public knowledge now that the Russians were on a telegram channel saying, saying whatever the one dude's name is that arms dealer. He's, he's brokering a deal with us with the Taliban. So we abandoned billions of dollars of military equipment. And then the Taliban gets rich because they sell it to Russia who uses it to attack Ukraine. It's like, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. And the whole I mean, idea that 31 tanks is going to change anything. And I know that there's Leopard 2s from Germany and things like that, Challengers from from England, but then what? Right. I, again, they they said that the, the tanks were going to burn. <laughs> they probably will. They said, they said, bring them over. But those tanks are going to burn, you know. Somebody has to st- stand up in Congress. Man, I swear to God, these Republicans. If nothing else, look at your base. Look what your ask your base what they want. 
I don't know anybody that wants a war in Ukraine that knows anything about what it'll be like. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you want to do that? There's well, here's history the thing. There. If you really want to have a war in Ukraine, let's, like, the Congress declares war, yeah. right? Like, let's get up. Let's say, hey, guys, enough messing around with this. Are we going to war with Russia or not? Because if we're not going to go to war with Russia, let's just say we're done with this. Because they're just dragging us into this war without ever declaring war. We're sleepwalking right into it. Right. And I, and I tell you why. And this happened around the Vietnam time. They don't want, I mean, be, because the American people are going to be up in arms about it. Um, it it's almost like how the Republicans are right now. They don't want to make the, the right decision because they don't want to lose they don't want to lose the popularity that they don't have. Right. <laughs> um, so they don't want to make the right decision because then the media is going to jump on them. Almost like what they're doing with McCarthy, what the White House is doing with McCarthy about Medicare. Well, Getting the thing is, oh, he a- really does want to cut Medicare. And we're going to be like, I'm not, I'm not saying that you want to cut Medicare. <clears throat> yes, you are. <clears throat> yes, you are. See, he really wants to. So, I mean, they're trying to throw that. They're trying to throw. Uh, well, Congress trying. Congress trying to protect himself. That's why they gave George W. Bush almost absolute king power during 9/11. Most of us got angry at that. We're like, wait a minute. Now, right. I, yes, I, yes, I, yeah, yeah. We need to go after our enemy. But Congress should never relinquish their their branch they've been doing that for a while now you're right to the executive committee because first off why the hell are y'all there second second off you've just made the president a king the only thing that he he doesn't have is extended uh time in office and let's follow that through follow that through too so you've got george w bush and dick cheney as the king they got this massive surveillance state and then guess what there was an election and the communists came in yep. and when Obama and Holder got onto those levers of power, that was the end of it. Yep. Yep. You know, and now we're, now we're on our way. They, they had the world economic forum. They thought we were going to be eating plant-based meat and everything else is falling apart. So they got to do something. Well, let me explain something to anybody who has any doubts because there's this myth that if we get in a nuclear war, that our country's going to be gone. That's not true. Right. We get hit with nuclear weapons and parts of this country are going to be gone. But the rest of us are going to have to leave. Think COVID was bad? Live with nuclear fallout when you got to put plastic bags over your windows and everything else to keep the fallout out. Mm-hmm. You know, people have actually thought this through. Ask the Israelis. Uh, th- this is something that we have to, we might have to go to Washington. We might have to protest. This, this is that big in my mind. Right. Can I, I just I, say what's what's really bizarre too is here you've got three boomers, two veterans who are the anti-war guys and all the blue-haired hippies are like let's go. And it's such a weird dichotomy. I remember when the hippies were the the peaceful people. And but you know what it is is those hippies aren't realizing that they're going to be the ones that got to go over there and fight. Indeed. You know what I mean? And and when you've got skin in the game like it puts it on a whole new scale when it's you or your loved ones or your family or friends that are going over there fighting for Ukraine. Suddenly it, it changes the the math a lot, but they don't realize that they don't think they're going to be, um, they, they don't think they're going to get that. So 
And I'll tell you, the, the landmass, the, the border between Ukraine and Russia, it gets cold there, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I watched over the weekend, I watched footage of the Germans surrendering to the Russians uh, in, in Russia. And, and I also watched a documentary about Napoleon getting his ass kicked out of Russia. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, man, the brutality. Mm-hmm. With, you take away the mm-hmm. brutality of the, of the soldiers, just the weather. Yeah, he had people, marching, man. Napoleon oh, had him marching. He did in the cold, man. Hundreds of miles, dying. Yep. They were dying. I was like, dude, wait until the summer. I mean, you don't, ha- you don't have to take them in. Okay, bottom line, you ain't gonna go into somebody else's backyard and 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 just think that you're gonna destroy them in their own backyard. Sometimes you do have a home field advantage. Many times you have a home field. Advantage. You're not coming over here to the United States and defeating the United States. You're not going to do it. You might get a couple of cities. I tell you what, you don't believe me? That's Britain. That's Britain. Oh, and and I heard I heard this a long time ago. But the United States is undefeated in the World War. So I mean, I don't know whether we might get hurt here and hurt there. I watch Midway. I watch. Right, right on Friday, I watched Midway. Yeah, it was Friday. I sat down there, and I think Hutch, you said that you watched Midway or Tor 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 a couple weeks ago. It was Tor Tor Tor, I think. I, I sat there and I watched Midway, and I know it's Hollywood and stuff, but I was like, damn, they really what Japan did, Japan, our. <laughs> what? Japan, our ally, at the time, destroyed Pearl Harbor. They destroyed it. They they destroyed it. And I was like, and the way we hit back at them, we hit back at them so they would never. They invaded China. Uh, Hutch. I, I mean, I, I can't get Japan. They occupied China. China. They occupied China, you know, all through the Japan. 30s. Yeah. You want to see something, ladies and gentlemen? Look up the rape of Nanking. The rape of Nanking. And look at what the Japanese did to the Chinese. Yeah. I mean, they were on it. I, and I didn't really realize this because you asked me that question. And I had to dig yeah. a little bit. Uh, but the you're right. The Japanese were our allies in World War One. They right? said... Listen, we're going to invade China. Don't do anything. Just promise us you won't do anything. Let us have this victory. Don't do anything. And so I said, okay. Next thing that, you know. And that made them bold. Yes. That emboldened them. And then they came out. And, and I've heard stories that, that FDR knew everything that was going on and let it happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, because I, I, we I heard because we were and I heard it from Colonel McGregor too. Yeah, I, heard I mean it was like and he's related to MacArthur. Yeah, so yeah. I'm listening to this and, and I'm watching this stuff and and Japan occupied Korea, all of all of Asia, all of that part of Asia, mm-hmm. for years and years. They they outlawed the Korean language, made them speak Japanese. I mean, <laughs> just crazy stuff and. It's it's all starting again. I mean, it's something that has to be stopped. And Jared, over the weekend, 
and I put a story about this on WayneDupree.com. Over the weekend, you got a four-star general that came out. It's 2003. Who came out and said, we're going to be in war with China by 2025. Think of that. Well, and well, first public service announcement for those tuning into the show. I don't know about you guys, but I always have a notepad and like Hutch will say something. We like talking about stuff and educating you guys. Hutch will say something. And I've got like on my note, like rape of Nankin. Cause like tonight I'll be sitting on the couch and my wife will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking up that thing Hutch was talking about. And she'll just laugh at me. And and that's part of what we want to give you on the show. Like we're not going to give you all the answers. Like we talk about social security, go do some research, figure it out. Don't listen to what we say. I got a, I got a public service announcement too. Yeah. I got a ninth grade education. Right? Giddy up. Intelligence is not measured by... Uh, Teach your kids to love to read. Right. Right. Exactly. Because that's what my dad did. My dad used to call whenever we went somewhere and stuff. And um, my, my dad had books for days. He, his, his library so looked mine. like the goddamn library. You know, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm, you go in there and you smell paper. Just, wow. All my all my friends' dads that had top notch dads all had those. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like you. Read Everybody, all this? my buddies were getting Tonka toys, and I'd get a book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and we live in funny times with that too, because so like, let's say when COVID came out, you could you could read what CNN said about COVID and what all these people interpret, or you could actually go onto the website and read the brochure that was in the vaccine shop. And make your own decision. And it's funny how few people actually take time to actually go look stuff up or research things or all that. And, and there's more information more readily available to anybody ever in the history of mankind. And people don't look it up. People don't spend the 10 minutes digging into something like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder what's going on. You know, The reason, the reason why the people in charge don't want you to research and they don't want you to read. Is because you're going to become informed. You're going to become educated in your own way that then you're going to realize I don't have to take this right from them. I don't have to listen to them. We can do this. Uh, 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 what they're doing, they tried to do this in the year 1817, or they tried to do this in the year 1908, but this is what happened so that it wouldn't happen again. So book burning, you outlawing books, banning books, censorship, rid of this knowledge so right. the people won't learn how to fight back. Messing with the search engines. I mean, yes, yes. Just imagine, yeah. imagine in 2050 and you're in sixth grade and you're reading a history book and it says on January 6th, 2021, there was an insurrection, a bloody insurrection where the Republicans tried to take over the United States government. They killed 20 cops. Uh, 42 infantry officers, you know, they burned down the Capitol. That's what will happen if right. we don't get a hold of this. So well, you got to be you got to be careful with some of the stuff that you look at historically, too. Well, yeah, and a lot of it, too, just go back to the original source material was kind of where I was going with it is rather than reading what or how people interpret things, you know, it's like we started talking about Social Security. There is no money. The money coming in gets spent right away. And if you don't believe us, go on the government websites and read about it. And we're not making this up. It's kind of like the the Republicans introduced an interesting tax idea where they talked about maybe we could switch over to just a usage tax instead of income tax. And, I mean, really an interesting idea. 
warrants debate and discussion, but the Democrats just come out and say, oh, the Republicans are hate old people, so they're trying to screw over the old people. And it's that's why, as a country, it's so hard for us to move forward, I think, a lot of times. Yeah, today today's book burning is cancellation of conservative thought or alternate discussion from the mainstream media. They, they, uh, you got to get rid of it. You got to get rid of it to keep people in line uh, to watch what they're doing with the way I'm. Kim McCarthy got on air yesterday morning, and um, oh, I have to say, President Trump again. Uh, don't make Marjorie Taylor Greene your um, vice president. I, I have to say it again. I'm keep saying it until you come out with whoever you're going to pick as a vice presidential candidate. Don't make her your pre- um, don't make her your vice presidential candidate because um, yeah. Don't, oh oh wait wait wait, ladies. And, uh, I I I think I know how my my people feel, but I'm just going to put this out there. Ron DeSantis, declare. Let's declare. get in. I want you to. Yes. The, the Daily Caller's out there pushing you. Might as well. You got the Daily Caller, Bajan. I'm serious. I want you to. I want you to. I, I want you to get out there, and I want you to declare to run for um, for the 2024 election. Wayne, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Just declare. Just say it. Just join the race. Ooh, I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> President Trump came out there this morning. President Trump put some on social media. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about you didn't lock down Florida? Or you you always right. been locked. Oh, 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 go ahead and declare. Go ahead. You won't even make you won't even make Lieutenant State um, Secretary of State in Florida if you ever run again. So no, go ahead and declare. Do it. Listen to these um, simple people on social media that are do it. Do it. Oh, man. President Trump came out on social media showing where he was talking about he wanted to end the lockdown um, in the lockdown and whatnot. But uh, like a few days after that, uh, um, uh, Florida entry in the newspaper where DeSantis wanted to um, start up the lockdown for to, um, to slow the spread in Florida. I'm seeing people out there right now on social media that are starting to wake up. They're starting to put some stuff out there on Ron DeSantis. Quick. Red flag Ron. Red flag Ron. They're talking about the lockdowns. When we went to um, CPAC, I was like, okay, this is supposed to be open state. I got in the, I got in the airport. The airport looked just like Atlanta and Baltimore and all the other ones. Nobody was in there. If it was so open, why didn't we see everybody in the airport? You know, just go ahead, run, run. I ain't holding you back now. Look, you know, hey, do it. I know who I'm with, as long as he don't pick Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green. Run. He gotta he gotta do something with that vax too. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I look, I, I don't think Jay, Jay, I don't think he's ever gonna just come out there and just throw the bag. It would I help think him. It maybe would help him a lot. I think he should. I don't think he should talk about it. I don't think he should bring it up. 
it's going to get brought up. I know, I know, I know, I know. The media's going to bring it up because or they DeSantis know. will bring it up. Here's the thing, though: the vaccine. But everybody was pro-vaccine. You know, I mean, of the politicians that are running for office. But so, but here, DeSantis talked about it, not him. There's a whole lot of um, history being rewritten down there with the with the Florida governor. Mm-hmm. A lot. That's a lot. Same as South Dakota, same as Christy Nome, Nikki Haley. I mean, all of them. You know, so, I mean, again, that's why I say, Ron says, you want to run, do it, man. It's like, that's what I was talking about, about history. You know, you basically, if you're an American, you were taught that the United States won World War II. You know, you never hear anything about the Soviet Union or anything like that. But if you look at the casualties, you look at the casualties, the Soviet Union lost between 86 and 11.4 million soldiers yeah. in World War II. The United States lost 407,000. Mm-hmm. You tell me who beat the Nazis. Yeah, I'm not saying I mean, we didn't do well against them. But you the fact is, history is written by the victors. So, the Russians should have been sitting at the table with the Nuremberg, with the right. Nazis at Nuremberg. Right, right. That's where the Russians should have been, all the You're shit right. they did. You're right. And, um, well, you know, you know what they say. The Russians went in there, and uh, uh, when um, Germany got bombed, the Russians went in there and got Hitler. Mm-hmm. Got, they, got, got they got everybody. Got his bones too. Buried him in, buried him in Russia from 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 what I heard. But you know, some people say that he he went down to Argentina. Maybe they were trying to take the uh, the. Um, that victory away from Russia, whatnot, but you hear that Russia, like you said, Hutch, we Russia created. We created them. We created the Cold War. Patton, Patton wanted to take them out, so they killed Patton. Right. You know, I mean, uh, the, the Russians, FDR might as well have been a communist. I mean, look at what he did. He's the first one that that he started the welfare state. Yeah, I know he did. You know, one of the worst so, thing. One of the worst things. One of the worst things that this country has ever done is the welfare state. Yeah. He's the first guy that realized that you can buy votes. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, in the welfare state, it, you know, we always go down this slippery slope as a country, and you start something with a good intention, like let's make a social safety net. There's poor people that need help. And then it turns into this ridiculous thing that it was never intended to be. It's kind of like the strategic oil reserves. Right now you got Ted Lieu on the House floor saying, why do Republicans hate that Joe Biden's lowering oil prices? No, they don't want the strategic oil reserve, which is safe for a national emergency, which we're facing down with war. We don't want all that going just to manipulate prices. That's not why we set it up. Oh, and by the way, go check the price, by the way. It's going up. Right. Well, and I mean, that's a a huge point that just gets missed on everybody is that if we're going to war, theoretically, it looks like that's where it's going. We will want the strategic oil reserve. There's going to be disruptions in all sorts of energy and oil harvesting. And Democrats used it to to win in the midterm. So they released all this oil to lower prices and they still want to keep doing it. And it just becomes a slippery slope. That's why if I had to like way back in the day, 
I remember when Tipper Gore was talking about people using bad words on an album, and I'm like, what a prude. And she's like, no, as soon as you let them start saying shit on an, on a record album, like who knows where it'll go. And now we're living the slippery slope and it's accelerating and that's terrifying. The only difference I would say on that is, is the idea that they did something for good intentions. Right. I think we need to quit there. Nothing they do is for good intentions. It's for power. What they, or not necessarily our power either. Right. I, I would submit that the, the strategic oil reserve was empty because Joe Biden works for China. And what better way to debilitate us? I think the same Weaken, way with the vax. Weakness? Yeah. Weak, weakening us, right? Yes, absolutely. The same with the vaccine. Right. I mean, why well, not? Did you, the only and did way you see that work? article, too, that said we're running out of munitions again? First, it was a Navy. Now, it was somebody, I believe, in the Army that came out on one of the Sunday shows. And, like, yeah, we're running out of bullets. That was one of the right. first things President Trump found out when he took over. Right. Well, well, well. Running out of munitions, but they bought up a whole lot of munitions too. On the last couple of months of Obama's administration, they bought up munitions for DHS. Um, but then the thing that y'all are talking about, why not? I mean, why not think like that? I mean, the United States government was responsible for the drugs being pushed into the communities. Think yeah. about that. When you finally, when you finally sit down and think about it, uh, drugs for Contra or con uh, 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 selling drugs help fund Contra. Iran Contra uh, affair. Yeah, selling drugs. Think, oh, man. Like you said, Hutch, you sit back and you think, we, we're the good guys, man. We're the good guys, and then you start. Finding that little bits and pieces, like, wait a minute. It's painful. It hurts. Wait a minute. The only way to fix this is to get rid of the top dogs eight or nine rows deep, ten, ten rows deep, because the corruption, well, the ninth and row, not part of it. We don't know. Just get rid of them. Start, start afresh. Start anew. Start start the pentagon all over again so i, I well and I, I know i know we can't do that i i understand you can but, decapitate it though yeah, yeah it happens yeah. all the time in history yeah, yeah. Yep. and with military team i mean you, yeah yeah you're right but yeah you know it's we could talk we could talk about this hours on hours because of what um because of what's going on um the republicans are getting punked People on the Republican side, again, y'all said that y'all were going to do certain things when you got elected. And not to anybody, because we told y'all, we told y'all, stop falling for the okie doke. These people will change once that wind blows in there because they don't like <clears throat> to lead. They don't like to lead. They get up there, they realize, hey, we didn't hit our monthly goal for contributions. Because we can't make the Democrats bad people because we're in charge. Okay, well, that's okay. 2024 elections come around. We'll get right back to them. Uh, mark my words, something's going to happen. Nancy Pelosi will be back as House Speaker in 2024. You watch. You watch. I think if we go if we go through one more cycle like this, I don't know if we can recover, man. I we, they, they've done so much in the last two years. Think about everything they've done. 
This is a different country than it was two years ago. Yeah. People hate each other. I mean, they're coming out. They're, they're pushing this racist stuff. The Black History Month starts tomorrow. And the, the, whatever organization's in charge of that has decided that we're going to make resistance the theme this year. And we don't have Martin Luther King on the poster. We don't have, uh, you know, Clarence Thomas on there. We got Angela Davis <laughs> and Malcolm X. That's how we're going to celebrate as a nation. Well, well, something I found out last night, which shows, again, what what you're talking about. But, you know, this should be a wake-up call for everybody. You know that National Prayer Breakfast? Yeah. That they usually have? I heard that Republicans and Democrats and everybody goes in there and sits down and eats it. They're not having it anymore because everything's so divided. A National Prayer Breakfast. Wow. They're supposed to bring everybody together. Wow. They're not going to have it anymore. Wow. Why? Because it's so divided now. Man, if you ain't got prayer. But it's I, a, that, that, that's, a, that's a falsehood, too. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying what you're saying is a falsehood. No, no, no I agree. Yeah, right, but, right. but we have prayer. Take a look at the footage of when DeMar, the Buffalo Bills guy, went down. And you'll see yeah. everybody in yeah. America praying on camera. Yep. 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 Suddenly it was okay to take a knee, and suddenly it was okay to pray. And, and they were praying. Their hands were folded. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny, too. You don't. If you take a step back and look like five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it's remarkable how much. I mean, 2015, Donald Trump was probably the 10 most popular people in America. He probably had an approval rating of like 70, 80 percent. He was on The Apprentice. People love the guy. Now, 50 percent of the nation would string him up if they could. You know what I saw? You know what I saw yesterday? These people are stupid. I'm telling you, these people are straight up stupid. This guy. (laughs) Had his shirt up, and he was show, it was showing a tattoo on the dude's back. And it was in real big letters, right? Trump is not my freaking president. My man got a tattoo, put, hates the dude, puts his name on his back for the rest of his life. Right. I mean, that's not, I've never seen anything as stupid as that. And think of how brainwashed he was to get to that point. Jeez. Like, have you ever hate? It's funny. So in digital marketing... Like, if you're a Cowboys fan or an Eagles fan, like, an Eagles fan buys an Eagles jersey, a Cowboys fan buys a Cowboys jersey, a Cowboys fan isn't going to buy an I hate Philadelphia jersey. That's not how it works. You support your team, not against somebody else. So to get somebody to hate someone so much that they wear a I hate the other team and a tattoo forever, like, you have some Just mental a, a little, a little, A little caveat in, in Pittsburgh, there are people like that about Cleveland. Right. <laughs> well, that is a deep inset hatred. Do you is. know what I mean? It definitely is. Right. Uh, Harry asks why. I don't understand how they become brainwashed. Here's the thing. They just keep getting drip-fed bullshit all the time. And eventually, you tell a lie enough times, people believe it. And the Democrats have a great cycle. They get ahead of it. They release it so that gets implanted in your brain. And then all the news stations, they all share the talking points, and they just talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And then when the debunk comes out a month later, two months, six months later, people will refuse to accept it. I use the fine people hoax as an example. One of my friends, who's a Democrat, I showed him the video of Donald Trump saying, you know, there's fine people on both sides. The next sentence is, not the white supremacists are terrible people, they should be whatever. 
And he's like, oh, my God, I never knew that existed. A month later, he forgot he saw the video because all he did was tune into CNN and have him say the fine people hoax. It's ridiculous. It is brainwashing on a, on a large scale. And have you seen the teachers? Oh, my God. <laughs> Homeschool your children. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, um, that's another direction that this country has taken in a bad light is because the teachers have gotten worse. Not only, not only in the point where, I mean, look, I understand that they want more money. So, I mean, if this is a response to them wanting more money and not getting it for them to, to act the way they are, um, to push an agenda instead of their, instead of the regular cur curriculum that they're supposed to be. And, and believe me, that, that agenda or that curriculum that they are pushing, that comes from the, the National Department of Education. You know, that comes from people in D.C. You're going to teach them this, you're going to teach them that, and you're going to teach them that. That's why the Department of Education is in there. Many of us thought that the department, oh, many of us thought that the, that the Department of Education was there for a long time. No, that just started on Jimmy Carter before, before um, Ronald Reagan got in there. So... The same, the same way with the Department of Energy. Right. right. I mean, all these things just started. And the EPA just started under Nixon. Right. So don't tell me that they uh, that that they can't be getting rid of. That they can't be getting rid of. The reason why I smiled there for a second, ladies and gentlemen, um, and I'll try to get the video later on in the week. But um, Senator Kennedy out of Louisiana, favorite of mine. I love that guy. I do, too. I do, too. He was asking a potential judge about the third or fourth oh. amendment. They didn't know. And the judge didn't know the third or fourth amendment. And then he asked him for another one. He's like, okay, well, you know, the sixth, the sixth amendment. No, that's not coming to mind either. <laughs> but you want a federal just position? That's crazy. What is this? A judge that doesn't know the constitution. And how many I got, I got to tell the truth. I'd have to look at my notes. You know, to get each one. I don't know each one down pat, but I've know them all. But you're right. also not interviewing to be right. a federal judge. Exactly. I mean, I think I just studied. I just studied that question before I went to Congress. The right. Constitution. You're going to be a lawyer, like a judge. At that point, that nominee should have had some self-respect, set down their pen, and say, "We're done here. I withdraw," and just yeah. walked right out. Yeah. If I don't know the Constitution, I'm done. Like, yeah. But but then again, I've said many times that the people in Congress can't read. None right. of them. None of them. You can walk up to him and say, "Listen, Senator or or, or um, uh, House Rep, the 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 29th Amendment of the Constitution says." Well, actually, why don't you tell me what it says? Well, I mean, I mean it's you know, it's one of our most important amendments. You know, we we well, I mean, we we can't survive as a nation if we don't uphold the 29th Amendment. You stupid idiot! It's only 25. I think. <laughs> there aren't 29 members, ladies and gentlemen. But that's how you can get them. That's how you can get them. You, I don't think it's 29. Wait a minute. Wayne's going to pull up his constitution. I make a joke about this all the time, but I don't want to be wrong. So. <laughs> but again, people in Congress can't tell you. Right. They can't tell you. I mean, there are bills that they put their names on of stuff that's already been passed. But they just want to put their names on the bill. Yep. You know. 
Okay, they're 27. So 29, like I said. That's why I went high. Yeah. 27. That's why I went high with it. Could you tell us what the 55th Amendment is? Sure. Uh, but, you know, we, you know, we hold our, our truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, but. Four score and seven years ago. Yeah. The war 1812. The war in 1812 was held in 1927. Man, these people, these people are crazy. And they are playing us for, they're playing us every time they get up there. Man, they're playing a freaking game with us. I'm telling you. And like Hutch and JR said, there's a war. To... <laughs> okay. When that heat starts hitting your kitchen, when that nuclear fallout starts hitting your kitchen, then you were like, oh, man, I, I, I should have shared the way in the pre-show. <laughs> we should have shared. We should have talked. We should have bookmarked it because, man, they were telling the truth. They were telling it. We're not on here to gaslight nobody. We're not on here to make you feel good. We want you to feel good. But we're not on. That's not our that's not our charge our charge is to inform you about what's happening in the news every day around the time that we broadcast so that you know what's going on from three individuals that are on the ship going in the right direction we know we we, we might have various like like uh different uh directions that we, we might go want to go but it's still in the same direction. We're, we're still on the same ship. It's not two or three. Well, uh, okay. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We're going in the same direction. We we might have different ways of doing it, but I'm not arguing with this. And we ain't going to do it that way. We ain't gonna, we're still going in the same direction. Many people out there right now, no, you got to do it my way. You got to do it my way or or... Uh, I, I don't. Uh, everybody else, no, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them at all. We're just giving you alternative way of how to listen to to information, to break down, research, and um, get informed and educated. And you know, I mean, honestly, I have fun doing it. I do. I, I really do. Some of y'all might think it's a whole lot negative, but that's where our politicians that pushes it. <laughs> I don't see any sunflowers and uh, m- milk and milk and honey uh, streets of gold to really talk about. You know, I mean, they've done this to us. Wake up. You are a battered American. They yep. have done this to us. All right. <laughs> the only way to come out now is kick it and fighting back. That's the only way to do it. Again, I ain't telling you uh, to take up arms. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt to buy a few. No, no, no. I, I ain't telling you to take up arms against nobody. <laughs> but um, don't let nobody punk you in your backyard. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> me. And look, and if that's a little bit too extreme. Here it comes. You always go to oh, Paul <laughs> You can always go to Paul Pelosi Hammer. Oh my oh, god, we didn't even it. talk about that video. That came out late last week too. That was two dudes show up in their underwear, one with a you drink. Ran his drawers. 
He was they in were the in their underwear, and Paul had a drink in his hand. They were having a party. First off, stupid idiot let go of the hammer. Right. You okay. He let go of the hammer. Look, I wouldn't let go of the hammer until the police took it. But that right. idiot. And, and I have to say, though, I have to say, that swing was wicked. And I tweeted it out. I was like, oh. If that hit, that's bad. <laughs> but didn't hit him in the head. It it looked like the way he was falling off, falling away, it might have hit him on his arm or whatnot. You know, I was, okay. I, yeah, I was like, oh, hey, hey. Police is like, well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, homosexuals do homosexual things. In a homosexual city. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the way it is. And they were laughing. Yes, and they were laughing. No, well, I don't know if they were laughing, but homeboy was out there. He was like, <laughs> let go, let go. No, I ain't letting go. I ain't letting go. And I guess he he uh, he opened up the door with drinking his hand because the other hand was holding the hammer. And for some for some of you like, yeah, so officer, boom. <laughs> it's like boom. Either way, I I mean I had a feeling that Nancy was gonna step down after that one. I was like, yeah, that's gonna be the reason that she said that is take care of her husband, her ailing husband, homosexual husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some people asking for the uh, asking for the footage. I'll drop the Wayne Dupree article in the comments here, folks, so you can go I'm the check only out person, the video for yourself. I'm the only person in the world that didn't watch that nasty shit. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. I, look, I only watched it one time. I saw, I saw it, but I only watched it one time. And I'm like, what? Swing, am I, I was s- like, am I going to see anything I want to see? Nah, probably not. Well, he, 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 I watched he, it. It was crazy shit. I had to rewind and show my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this one. Holy go. She said, is two dudes standing there in the underwear, one with a drink? Like, they're having a party. He had on drawers. Right. He, he, he looked, the, the other guy had on shorts, but he had on drawers. Like, Isn't he like 90? He, I mean, yeah. yeah. He had his dad by with his little... Punk shirt opened up like, like he had been chilling. That's what it looked right. like. It looked like he had been chilling. Yeah, I mean, and the shirt, you know how girls wear their long shirts and it comes down to their legs where it looks like they don't have anything else on? Yeah, they wear their old man's shirt. Yeah, that's what it looked like Paul Pelosi was doing. Nothing I want to see, man. Yeah, he's queer. Yeah. <laughs> That's the old word for it, Harry. Old queer, but the real, but but you know that's that's the that's the clean up word. The real word is homosexual, uh, <laughs> or I mean, if you want, we ain't politically correct, but if you want to go gay, I mean, if that's what you want to use. Um, real quick, um, you know how. They tell us, don't watch this, don't watch that, don't support this, don't support that, and whatnot. Well, Sebastian Gorka, I guess, was watching The Last of Us. The Last of Us is a is a um, something on HBO. It's a movie and based on a video game. The video, video game, game, it sounds like, was really great. 
the first yeah. one. There was a second that was supposed to be terrible. So it's so so it looks like Sebastian Gorka um, ran into the same problem, Hutch, that we ran in with watching Narcos. Uh, They introduce gay characters in an episode, roll. in episode in episode three of The Last of Us. And by uh, the way, whoever in the chat room said I can't understand how they brainwashed us, that's how. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The movies. That's the Netflix one, right? I don't know. I I think it's a Netflix one. Or, but they're all doing it. It's not just Yeah, Netflix. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because again CIA's you know, running them. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, you start you start looking at the material they waited for. They used to wait for season two to bring out the homosexual stuff. Yep, season two. They or even or everything. even three. Yeah, In 20, 24, It took a few seasons. Oh yeah, it did. You were like, Actually, it was funny though. The last of them, it was really a great video game where the story was like the zombie apocalypse hits, mm-hmm. and this guy finds this girl. And he becomes a father figure to her. And and the whole first game was about their relationship, his his fatherly instincts to protect this young girl in the apocalypse. And it was really pretty touching. And like nobody thought the movie would or the video game would take off. So then the second one, it's like, let's get the gays in there. Let's get the transgenders and all that stuff. Was the gay in the um was the gay in the game too? The second one, they went woke. So after the first one was this low budget Again. thing and it exploded and it did great, then all of a sudden they got in there and they're like, let's let's muck it up. And uh, but it, like the first one, if you ever like, and I didn't play the games, it's from people, gamer friends of mine, and they're like, oh, it's great. It was this. It was kind of like the dad, like if the zombie apocalypse hits, like the male should step up and fight the zombies and protect the women and children. That's what we do. And like, that was the whole point of the first video game. And then the second one, it's like, all of a sudden we can have strong women that should be the ones defending the pussy men. And it's like, oh, you guys so missed it. You so missed it. And I mean, now it's in the commercials. Right. It's like, I don't want to see that anymore, man. You make me turn my TV off. Yeah, it's right. disgusting. It's it's foul. You seeing like family family commercials? Yeah, with the homosexuals. Dude, out there. just kissing another dude. Get yeah. it off my TV. I don't man. even. I don't yeah. want to. You know, Madison Avenue. To you people in the commercial business, I don't want to see how your families are. How about right. showing the rest of ours? I don't care about your family. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. We're gonna pay for it too one of these days. Well, we're paying for it right now. Look at the military. This loss of morality, you, you know, when you lose morality, you lose your country. By the, yep. by the year 2025. You get defeated. By the year 2025, the United States will be in war with China. Ladies and gentlemen, look. If that was to happen today, China would wax our ass. I was thinking about that over the weekend. I was like, man, would, 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 would we be able to fight China if it would happen right now? No! No, I can't see it. Hutch, Jr. I was watching their military uh, maneuvers and and them marching and stuff and and and, and stuff over there. And I, I, I can say they're weak and stuff, but um, and it's just for show. But they got a whole lot more bodies to throw at us than what we want to even whole think lot about. More. So they can throw a couple million, a couple million bodies 
of people that will die for their country. Oh, definitely. That, talking about us being brainwashed. Those people are there brainwashed. Yep. And then they could lose three or four million like that. And then be like, okay. Well, think about what they did. Those people are willing to fight and die for their country. And think of how they're making this young generation hate our country. Yeah. So how are are these folks going to take up arms and go fight for this racist nation they think we are? No. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty diabolical if you look at it. The thing about China that you have to understand is for the last 30 years, they've had a program called the One Child Program. Yes. And what, what that has done, it has damn near eliminated little girls in China. Mm-hmm. And these people are all becoming military age now. And they have right. an extreme excess of young men. Yeah. So think about that. It's not always what you think it is. A long time ago, it used to be said in the United States, when you see an influx of baby boys being born, there was going to be a war. Yep. Uh, um, and But for over here, a lot of... Uh, a lot of babies have been killed with under the guise of the government, under yeah. the uh, 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 well, what do you say? Under, under the approval of the government, because the government funds this stuff. Think about that: the government funds abortion in communities, so the government behind killing the baby. They just put a bow on it, but the government is responsible for uh, giving access. Babies. Well, it's for the woman's health. Yeah, I know. Um, because if it was for the woman's health, then you would tell the woman, close your legs. It's for your health. Close your legs. Yep. Y'all want to come up with a fake vaccine? Once I come up with a vaccine for the woman, I, I bet you won't do it. I bet you won't do it. Just save her health. Come up with a vaccine. Same way that y'all came up with COVID. Some of one of those, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. Uh, I'm, I'm making up for a little bit of time that I missed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate I appreciate my boys um, getting everything going. I took the wrong pill. I took the wrong pill this morning. I I thought I took my um, I thought I took my Blood pressure pill, and I think I took my muscle relaxer pill. Wave <laughs> <laughs> all slurry. He was a little slurry there at the beginning. <laughs> He's ready to party with Paul Pelosi. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I took my um, blood pressure pill. It was the muscle relaxer. I, I was sitting up there, the cat, the, the cat, the cat's on my legs, and it was eleven o'clock. I'm like, okay, bet. I should have known that to close my eyes, man. I was like, okay, but 1210. Oh, damn. Get off, cat. Move. <laughs> like that, man. That cat makes me fall asleep. I don't know why. Is it? That, that cat's so evil. I love her, though. I love her. I love her. All right. Um, I guess I guess I'll go up there and start watching what's happening in Congress now. It's a hot. There are some people in Congress that I want to hear from. There are. Lauren Boebert is showing me a whole lot right now. I really, mm-hmm. I really enjoy watching Lauren Boebert. I really watching, enjoy watching Matt Gates. You know, three of Lauren Boebert's 
Um, what's the thing that you do to amendments? You add amendments to bills. Right. Three of hers passed. Three. That's great. Marjorie Taylor Greene's one. It's good got, that they're doing it again. Marjorie Taylor Greene's got beat by a part 414 votes to like <laughs> to like two or something like that. Damn. Her hers got defeated big time. That's what I'm telling you. Don't put her up for vice president. Don't do that, man. I don't think you will. I hope you don't. Oh, well, actually, actually, I talked to a friend of mine that's real close to President Trump. I, I talked to a friend of mine a couple of days ago. I was like, Marjorie Green, vice president? He was like, man, don't believe all that mess. He ain't putting that crazy woman up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that's all I need to know. That, that's all I need to know. You know, did you guys see, speaking of President Trump and nominations, did you see him when he came out and talked about Bolton? Somebody said, why did you nominate Bolton? He said, it was real easy. Anytime I go in to sit down with the world leader and I got crazy John Bolton sitting next to me, they knew he'd blow their shit up. So they would negotiate with me because because I always try to figure out, like, why did he keep Bolton around? And he's not outset it in an interview. He's like, yeah, I just had, you know, you want to sit down with Russia and like, here, I got John Bolton ready to blow you up. You want to talk to me or you want to talk to him? And they'd be like, okay, how do we settle this? I'm like, that was pretty darn smart. And it made yeah. sense. I love that. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the metamorphosis that I went through because of Donald Trump. Before Donald Trump, my favorite interview that I ever did with was with Wayne and John Bolton. Bolton, yeah, John Bolton. Yeah. I was fully on that train. I was all the way lock, stock, and barrel on that bus. Yep. Yep. And then And now I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember going to West Virginia and sitting down with John Bolton um, with a group of people in West Virginia, I got invited um, and we're sitting down with him at the hotel. He's sitting right across from me. You know, I told, yeah, I'm from Maryland too. You know, we started talking and everything. I took my picture with the old, with the old sheriff and um, I thought he was a good guy. And, uh. you know, he has declared too, even though, Nobody has said that, but he declared. He said he's running in 2024. So, and then you got Larry Elder. <laughs> Let's get the Republican debates going. Let's line these clowns up and just let Trump. <laughs> That's what I said. Let Ron DeSantis run. Right. Come on, Pompeo. Come on, Pompeo. Don't be afraid of it, y'all. Right. Believe, me, believe me, don't be afraid. I'll, and I'll tell you how you can tell. President Donald J. Trump is the only guy out there saying no war. Yep. He's the only prominent person out. He could run on nothing else. He could run on that by itself by the time 2024 comes, if it's not too late. I would say this. Say a prayer for Putin. Say a prayer that Putin doesn't doesn't react too quickly. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be calm. He's got to know that this is not coming from this country. It's coming from a very, very small group of people that can be beat. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So don't take because that the wrong way about me praying for Putin. You back him? Yeah. No, 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 no. You're supposed to pray for the leaders in the world yeah. so that they don't go off the rails. Ours is shot. We don't even know who ours is. So so pray for right. the other one. <laughs> anybody, who thinks Biden's, anybody who thinks Biden's making decisions isn't paying attention. I, I right. know. Like, it's crazy. But, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, you're right. I mean, the way 
don't don't make him feel like he's being backed in the corner. You know? I no. mean, and he and he doesn't have no other thing to do but to go nuclear. He's don't said it. don't think those people in Russia don't see the animals that we have on libs of TikTok and everything else. Right. right. They see it, and they think the whole country's like that, and they hate it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, well, I mean, you got CNN and 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 um, MSNBC broadcasting everywhere over there, broadcasting all, I mean, broadcasting lies and stuff, uh, literally lies. Yeah, CNN is everywhere over there. Um, CNN International. Okay, really got to go. Jay, last thoughts. Uh, two thoughts. Thought one. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We ran a little long. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, share. That's how we beat the algorithm. Uh, and then one recommendation, and I guess I should have floated by Wayne to recommend another podcast, Matt Gates podcast, Firebrand. Um, if as I look for political leaders that I can really support what they're doing, he dropped another new episode this weekend. I never listened to it until the whole house thing. Matt Gates is based man, and he is uh, he's over the target. So I would encourage you if you want a little hope in the world. No, we've got people like him up there fighting for us. So after you watch our show, after you like, comment, and share, his are only like 20 minutes long. Hop over and listen to it. It would, uh, I would say it's it's worth your listen. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene's podcast. <laughs> uh, you know what I listened to last night? Savage. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know he was still on. He's great. Well, he can be crazy. He's good though. He um, he came out for DeSantis. He came out for this. He basically told Donald Trump, pipe down and let DeSantis. I was like, wait a minute, Mike. And I and I responded to him on Twitter last night. Wait a minute, Mike. This this is not the liberal party. This is not the Democrats. We don't we don't roll like that. We let our people fight it out and whoever wins wins. And there it is. You know, and I had I had some people that supported me on that. But I was like, wait a minute, Mike. Savage, and believe me, I, I didn't know that. I yeah, well, it happened yesterday. It happened yesterday. Uh, you you might have listened to an old podcast like maybe Friday night or something. Yeah, like that. it wasn't yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was over from the week before sometime. I think he yeah. he only does it once a week or something. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I used to not like him because I thought Hannity, him and Hannity were going at it for a little bit. So I I was. I was team handling for a little bit, but then I started listening to Michael Savage. Like, I used to turn off the TV just to listen to him. That's what I did it's last like, night. It's like old time radio, man. I was mm-hmm. like, this dude, this dude kept me in, involved and, and and listening to him. And you know, he, I understand why you like him because he's like you. He has a whole he gets lot of mad. He has a whole lot of history and stuff too. He, <laughs> he'll he'll bring that professor hat. He'll put that professor hat on. He'll, he'll talk. Go ahead, I Jay. I got my Hutch notes. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Hutch. I'm good. I, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm looking at the, the viewers. Thank you for watching the show across all platforms. We really appreciate it. Yep, exactly. Getter, thank you. Um, Rumble, thank you. Cozy, thank you. Facebook, really thank you. Because uh, Facebook is hit and miss here and there but yeah i mean cloud hub thank you um twitter Twitter. Twitter. okay we'll see you you've been listening to the award-winning wayne dupree podcast 
Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.